Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is God Intended It for Good. The scripture verse is Romans chapter 50 verse 20. Even though you intended to do harm to me, God intended it for good in order to preserve a numerous people as he is doing today. I love this verse. I love Joseph. He persevered through so much stuff in his life. He was one of 12 boys in his family. Joseph was loved by his father more than others because his mother was the woman he had first fallen in love with. His father had given Joseph this nice, colorful coat. Joseph was assigned to go with his brothers one day and tend the sheep. His brothers were tired and envied his favorite child's status and the fact that David could interpret dreams, and they decided to kill him. One of the brothers convinced them to throw him into a ditch instead. Then they saw a band of traveling slave traders and decided they might as well make some money. So they sold Joseph to the slave traders. Joseph is bought by Potiphar, the Pharaoh's superintendent of prisons. Potiphar's wife, Hennet, is strongly attracted to Joseph and tries to seduce him. When he refuses, she falsely accuses him of attempting to rape her, and Joseph is imprisoned. Joseph is imprisoned with the pharaoh's butler and baker, who have fallen out of favor. Dreams have plagued the two, which Joseph interprets correctly. When the pharaoh has a dream he cannot decipher, his newly reinstated butler suggests he consult Joseph. Joseph interprets the dream to mean that Egypt will enjoy seven years of prosperity, followed by seven years of famine. Joseph suggests setting aside grain from the seven prosperous years, in preparation for the famine. Pharaoh accepts the suggestion and anoints Joseph to take charge of the task. Over the next several years, Joseph's power continued to grow. He marries a woman named Asnath and fends off an attack from the king of Syria. When the famine began, Egypt stored enough grain for itself and some to sell to the neighboring nations. When Joseph's family, back in Canaan, travels to Egypt to buy grain, His brothers fail to recognize him, and Joseph shrewdly uses this to his advantage. He holds his brother Simon, son of Jacob, hostage and orders the others to bring Jacob and Benjamin. Joseph reveals his identity and forgives his brothers. That is pretty much the story in a nutshell. If you want to read the whole story, you can find it in Genesis chapters 37 to 50. Do you see what I mean about having some pretty tough things going on in his life? He was trying to do the right thing by not sleeping with Potiphar's wife. He liked Potiphar. He treated him well. He also knew God wouldn't like it, and yet he was thrown in jail for 13 years. Can you imagine being in jail for 13 years for something you didn't do? Maybe you can. Do you feel like you are paying back time for something you didn't do in your life? I used to feel that way when my boys were super hard. I used to think it wasn't fair 
because I was a reasonably easy kid when I was younger, so why was I having such difficult kids? Jacob had every reason to be bitter. He had every reason to be angry and resentful. Yet he wasn't. Jacob had been away from his family for 22 years before his brothers showed up on his doorstep looking to buy grain. 22 years is a long time to go without seeing your family. 22 years is enough time to sit with resentment and anger and let it stew. However, this is not what Joseph did. Joseph used his position and his power to help his family. He not only gave them grain for free, but he also gave them a place to come and live. Joseph's brothers feared him as they knew what they did was terrible. Yet David wasn't angry with them. He forgave them and he said the verse above, Even though you intended to do me harm, God intended it for good, in order to preserve a numerous people, as he's doing today. This is incredible. Joseph forgave them and realized that the people of Egypt might not have been saved if he hadn't been there to interpret Pharaoh's dream. He understands that although his brothers wanted to ruin his life, they wanted him dead. God wanted to use him and his situation for good. Do you know that God wants to do this in your life too? Do you know God can do this in your life too? I know it feels like you might have been in a hard situation for a long time. I know it might even feel as though God has abandoned you. I assure you, he hasn't. He is there with you in whatever it is you're going through. God did not abandon Joseph. He used him for incredible things. Joseph was in that jail cell so he could interpret the dreams of Pharaoh's butler so that the butler could then recommend Joseph to the Pharaoh so that Joseph could save the nation. I wonder if our suffering would be easier if we knew the result. For instance, would it have been easier for Joseph to sit in jail all day if he knew after 13 years he would be the second most important person in Egypt? It would have made my life easier to parent my boys when they were younger if I had known that the Lord would work all of that for good. I know that life was much less stressful once I truly learned to accept this. Once I surrendered to the fact that God is in control and can take all of the crappy things in our lives and use them for good, I relaxed and I let a lot of stuff just wash right over me. When my son was in rehab, I wasn't worried and I was able to be there for him because I knew God could work even this for his good. I don't know how he is working that for his good, but I know he has a fantastic future and it will be brighter because he has this in his past. Actually, I know at least one way God used that experience for his good. My son used to think we were the worst parents, like most teens. However, in rehab, he was with people who didn't have parents or who have parents, but not ones who visit. He was with kids who used drugs with their parents. He was with kids who lived on the streets. Being in rehab gave him a greater appreciation of all that he has. I'm sorry that life is so hard right now. I am sorry that you've been in this situation for a really long time, with no end in sight. I am sorry that you feel alone, and maybe even abandoned. I want you to hear me when I say, God is there with you. Turn to him, 
ask him for strength to keep walking forward until things turn around. Ask him to give you a glimpse into the good that is to come. Ask him to fill you with love and hope and a future full of amazing things. I love you, and I know God does too. Keep moving forward, one small step at a time. God can use all things for your good. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, you are incredible and we are so grateful. We ask you, Lord, to help us keep walking forward when all seems lost. Help us to stay in the fight long enough to see how you will use all this information for our good. Fill us with strength, hope, and peace during tough times. Lord, I know some things people are going through are really hard, and they have been going through them for a long time. Please comfort them in a special way today. We love you, Lord, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I want to remind you all that I have the details for my new coaching group on my website. You can find that by going to walkboldlywithjesus.com. It will be live coaching on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. I will teach on a topic and then we have small group discussion time. The cost is $30 a month. I will also send out recordings in case you miss the coaching session. I will also have a members-only Facebook group where we can all be a part of a community of people, all striving for holiness. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day.